What's up, Red Raider Nation? Welcome into episode 44 of the Lone Raider Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. I am your host, Jonah Young, the J Train himself. And with me, as always, is my good friend, Nathan. Are there more doors or wheels in the world? Zuniga, what's up, buddy? Definitely wheels, bro. Go wheels? wheels? Come on now. This is a highly dumb, dumb, dumb question. There's definitely wheels. Dumb, dumb. There's more wheels. There's more wheels. I'm, I'm I don't count doorways as a door either. <laughs> By the way, a door to me classifies as something that has a traditional knob. Okay, so no, no gates. None, none of these. Uh, you go through a, a, a submarine. Gotta, you know, close it back up. Seal it like no, not no, elevator, elevator's out to too. That's not a door. Yeah, that's out. That's not a door. That's just a that's an entryway, not a door. A door is a traditional door now. That's how I feel. So, like a car door is out. Car door's out. Yeah, no, man, come on now. A door is anything that closes, a door. closes and nah. opens it, grants you nah, access. A door to me, a, a, a door to me is. is uh, an entryway that has the actual physicalness of a door. It, it can't. It can't just count. Just, just, yes, yes, just it can. Off of that, no, nah, I don't think so. Well, what classifies as a wheel? Literally anything that that rolls, I I would say classifies as a wheel. So like the tracks on like a like a bulldozer or something like that. That trucks tell like, oh, a that's wheel. a wheel. I disagree, it's man. I don't know, wheel. man. I feel like you're kind of you're being a little. Uh, a little contradictive, a little nitpicky here. I guess if you want to go that way, but uh, I, I'm I'm, I'm on doors. I'm on the doors side. I know it's been a highly uh, debated topic for the last you know many months now, but you know I'm on team doors. You're on team wheels. We split the middle. So, anyways, getting back to uh, this uh, this episode on this week's episode, once again bringing the high quality conversations your way including but not limited to some Texas Tech baseball news, some college football news and some Big 12 realignment news as I'm sure you are all well aware of. All of that coming up here in just a little bit. Before we get into that, I want to remind y'all to go follow our social media accounts. That is at Lone Raider Pod on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and YouTube. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe. Also, feel free to leave a five-star review if you so choose. Either way, we appreciate y'all for supporting your local small-time Texas Tech Sports Podcast that is brought to you by the fans that give some dams and who are officially powered by the South Plainsman. Be sure to check them out. That is at South Plainsman on both Twitter and Instagram. He has actually been delivering some fire content on Twitter. So, yes, definitely be sure to check out the South Plainsman. Go ahead and follow him and uh, go ahead and interact with him. Man. It's a great account. It's dishing out some heat, uh, especially as of lately with uh, all this news that just dropped. So, Definitely go check them out. Today is Thursday, July 27th, 2023. Officially 37 days until Texas Tech football, and that cannot get here soon enough, man. I got to tell you, man, I'm waiting <laughs> for some football. Dude. I can't wait for some football, man. And um, I will say like August is probably one of the worst months of the year because you've gone so long without football, and you do get football in August, but it's like preseason or it's at the very end of the month. You know, it's very end. So it's, it's it's a tease, you know? That's why I hate August, man. It's about to be August. Ugh, it's a rough time. Rough, rough time. But I do like baseball. However, my baseball team is garbage. So I'm going to skip over that, though. 
<laughs> but getting into some baseball news, though, according to Texas Tech baseball news, uh, left-handed pitcher Mason Molina has officially announced he will transfer to Arkansas, where he will join with another Texas Tech transfer, Hudson White. Uh, also, center fielder Dylan Carter has decided to transfer to Georgia. So we got three transfers going to the SEC, man. You know, hey, Lovely. best luck to all you guys. Um, also, uh, relief pitcher Brandon Beckel, our best relief pitcher, you could say, uh, decided to sign with the Philadelphia Phillies. He will not return to Texas Tech for his final season. So, yes, we lose our best pitcher last year and our best relief pitcher last year. But, hey, you know what? It's next man up mentality. Here. It's next man up mentality for Tadlock. You know, I, I don't think Tadlock's sweating this. You know, we got some good guys in the transfer portal. Uh, you know, we got some good guys coming in, develop some guys uh, moving forward. And so I think um, – I think we're in better hands than most people are giving us, are giving us credit for. So, I'm uh, I'm excited to see this baseball team next year, and I uh, hope we uh hope we take it all the way to Omaha, man. Any thoughts on that, Zuni? Um, that sucks. <laughs> to be honest, that yeah, there's not really much else to say. I mean, cool that they're going out of conference, but yeah, that that kind of blows, man. I mean, shout out to uh, good old Beck. I mean, because I mean, go make your money. I don't. I, yeah. I'm not gonna this you on that one there are two boys apparently wearing cahoots you know <laughs> both of arkansas or kansas it's whatever you're out of the conference it's fine i wish best of luck to you it sucks now we gotta find some day one guys again <laughs> should be fun should be fun yeah, i mean baseball season we'll be okay we'll be okay go wreck the mlb brandon and um you know dylan carter uh nice Molina, hudson white you guys have fun in the SEC, man. Just, you know, have fun. Maybe, hopefully, we'll see you on the road to Omaha. That'd be kind of interesting, you know. And I feel like this Arkansas deal has to do with uh, uh, who was it, Bryce Bonin and Easton Morrell, who were transferred from Arkansas to Texas Tech. And now Texas Tech gets two of ours, you know. I feel like, okay, might be a little bit even now, but we're just on this side of it. So it kind of sucks. But, anyways. Yeah. Uh, other news, other college football news. Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh has been suspended or possibly suspended. It's not been official yet for the first four games of the 2023 football season due to NCAA violations. I uh, n- Normally, you would look at that and go like, ah, damn. But you look at their schedule. This is their schedule right here. East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers for the first four games. I could coach them to four and zero against those opponents, Zuni. <laughs> like no, that, that is, is the no, weakest non-con I think I've ever seen, ever. And Rutgers, is hey, a man. opponent. I was gonna say, why are you disrespecting Rutgers? I'm not trying to disrespect like Rutgers, but I'm saying like yeah, Michigan man. should handle handle them pretty easily. You know what? Watch you eat your words and them go like two and two. <laughs> If, the, if Michigan watch, went two and two, the entire college football world would just be ragging on them, man. Ragging on them. Even without Jim. So Harbaugh. you're telling me. So at worst, they're going three and one. Is that what you're telling me? At worst, they. Yes. And uh, honestly, I don't know where that loss would come from, from to be honest with you. It's going to come so, from Rutgers. I'm telling you. If it comes from Rutgers. You, you heard it here first. I'm calling it. Rutgers is going to give the upset to Michigan. I'm really I'm calling curious it as to what that day. line will be. I'm really curious, man. If you want to bet, you know what? When we, <laughs> when we get back in the swing of football season, we do our easy money segment, man. I'm going to make sure I put that game there in week four, Rutgers and Michigan. 
I hope you do, buddy. I hope yeah, you do. Just, just well, how do you feel about the suspension? Up. That's uh. Well, I guess you you said how you feel. You'd go four and zero regardless. So you think this is just a slap on the wrist? Is that what you're saying? This is a slap on the wrist. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think um, aren't aren't you know. hear me out. Aren't most suspensions in football just slaps on the wrist? For the most part, they are. Well, in like, let's be honest. in professional football, I will say they are typically slap on the wrist. Uh, you know, Roger Goodell is very. Um, you know, very harsh on punishments, man. He's not afraid to dish out the hammer. He will lay the hammer down. On nah, college people, too, man. College too. College, I mean, I don't know. Like, college is a bit different. Um, You know, uh, I'm just trying to read up here, like, what he's facing. Facing level one violations, the most significant under NCAA policy. Could miss the Wolverines' first four games. Um, Obviously not allowed to so talk uh, in regards to everything going on with the alleged... Uh, recruiting violations. Uh, what? How do you? How do you violate? Violations, what was so. he doing? Yeah, that's that's what they're trying to investigate right now. Um, so yeah, he, it's he just an ongoing investigation. Jays. I would say that. What do you think he offered up? What What do you think it was? I, I like, don't know. We got them investigated. That's always my. my brother I, I John will draft like, you if you come a, to a Michigan. It was. <laughs> What do you I say? Guess, right? Yeah. Uh, imagine, imagine, dude. That's a hell of a sell. <laughs> that's what he's telling these kids. He's like, "Look, I got the hookup to the next part of the league, man." My boy yeah. John. <laughs> it could be a Baltimore Raven, man. Might not be your favorite team, but hey, NFL. You, a- you just get your foot in the door, man. You can go wherever you want, you know. <laughs> dude, that's insane. If he's making sales like that, it wouldn't surprise me if that's like came across the table once or twice, but. How much you want to yeah, bet that that's what uh? How much you want to bet that that's what uh Jerry Jones is doing to Arkansas recruits right now? Be like, you'll be drafted to the Dallas Cowboys if you go to Arkansas. To Arkansas? <laughs> yes, to Arkansas. To Arkansas, Arkansas. I don't know. Does he have affiliations to Arkansas like that? What's that? Because he he went to Little Rock, Arkansas, or is that Little Rock, Kansas? What are you talking about? Where's the where's the Jer- where's the Jerry Jones affiliation, Jonah? Jerry Jones went to Arkansas. He's an alum. Do you not know that? That's what I, that's what I was asking. Why the, <laughs> why would I know about Jerry Jones trivia? Damn man, damn. <laughs> dude. I cowboy. thought that was just common I'm, knowledge. I'm, Especially I'm not in the state a cowboy of Texas. Fan. Come on, dude. That's a that's that's a pull right there. That's what you, you need should, to do. No, nah, dude. That's a poll right there. You should definitely do that. Jerry Jones, what college do you send? Put Bro, Arkansas, everybody will uh, vote Tennessee, Arkansas. Texas. Everybody. Put Texas. You want to put Texas? I, in I'm willing to bet a lot of people think. I'm with. I'm willing to bet a lot of people think that Jerry Jones is from Texas. I didn't know he was from Arkansas. Is he from Arkansas? I'm assuming so because he went there. I, I would presume. I think. No, I think he might be from Texas, but he went. To, I don't know. I don't know Jerry Jones like that. I know he went to Arkansas. I know he was the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, to the richest. Apparently, team. everybody's supposed richest to know Jerry in the Jones world. like that, though, Jonah. Yeah. By your logic, everybody knows who Jerry Jones is and where he went to. Call- I don't even know what I ate for th- this morning, bro. What the hell? You expect me to remember that? Yes, absolutely. Sorry, I didn't mean to get off on a tangent. This dude, yes. you know, definitely, definitely one of the more <laughs> polarizing owners in the NFL. Any, a- anyways, anyways, four game <laughs> suspension. Four yes, game four game suspension, suspension. Yeah, it's uh, for Jim Harbaugh. Not been official yet. It's not been official. Uh, still need to complete their investigation, but it looks to be facing that. But it should be no problem for Michigan. Michigan should handle that pretty easily. He will return, though, 
I hope possibly return against Michigan on September 30th. I mean, against Michigan, against Michigan for Michigan, Michigan against against Nebraska on September 30th. There we go. Let's speak recording. Let's speak right today, guys. Five star recording, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely, we don't make mistakes here. Just happy accidents, like Bob Ross. (laughs) We're about here. We're about here. It's the realest uh, realest thing Jonah said on this podcast. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. (laughs) You know, man. You know. Um, um, I know we didn't. Uh, I, I didn't include this in the notes today because, to be honest, I didn't really watch these games of the Throwback Thursday games that uh, the Texas Tech Air Raiders had. Um, you know, it was a lot of. Um, I, I, I know they played those games. I just, I could not watch them. I had a lot of other things going on. That's why I'm not really talking about it. But from the highlights I got to see of the games. It was um it was pretty cool. It was really cool getting to see the nostalgia factor, getting to see all these guys back in a red red uniform, getting to see them play at the United Supermarkets Arena. You know, guys like you know Zach Smith, David Moretti, you know, Kyler Edwards, oddly enough. Um, you know, Matt Mooney, uh Chatter Gocher, um, you know, just all these you know, big time Big Twelve legends who paved the path forward, uh getting to come back, getting to you know, practice in our, our new practice facilities. I think that was super cool. Loved seeing it. Uh, just unfortunately, I was unable to watch these games, man. Um, I'm I'm presuming you did not watch them either. If I didn't watch them, I know you did watch them. <laughs> Actually, I got to see. No, of course not. <laughs> I would be surprised. I remember you mentioning to me. But... Yeah, no, I didn't catch these games, man. I'm, you know, I like uh, support. You know what we got going on, but it's the off season. I need a break too. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't mind that. But yeah. I can definitely buy that. No worries. But yeah, you know, it, it was, it was yeah, definitely yeah, cool yeah. to see the see the highlights, see the uh, guys coming back, brings it back uh, some uh, some really great memories that went on in the United Supermarkets Arena, and uh, definitely gonna be a level to get back to. Hear me out. A part of me would be a little bitter if I didn't get to at least practice in that in, in the new facilities. I'd be like, damn, bro, y'all couldn't have had this when I was here. <laughs> yes, and uh, just just a year off. Speaking of basketball, yeah. though, I also didn't have this one in here because it broke today. Uh, Texas Tech has hired Kellen Buffington as basketball's uh, general manager role. Um, and yeah, he will be the new general manager kind of in a um, um, in a position is much ours, similar is our, to... I'm oh, sorry? Is our staff filled out now? Our staff Officially. is filled up now. Yes, yes. Our staff is filled up. But yeah, he will be serving as general manager. He's a great recruiter, too. Um, definitely cr- can recruit the state of Texas. We've seen that firsthand. And, um, you know, it's a, it's, it's a great role. You know, we're, we're going to be a presence to be dealt with on the recruiting trail for a very long time in basketball. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. I am absolutely excited. He's going to be kind of, a, kind of a James Blanchard role, the way he is for – uh, Texas Tech and football. He's going to be kind of serve that sort of role for basketball. I'm, um, I'm excited, man. I'm here for it. You know, guy's a phenomenal recruiter. And, um, yeah, I think this could definitely propel Texas Tech into getting a lot more of these, uh, you know, four-star, five-star high school guys, not just relying strictly on the transfer portal and getting guys in where we can develop them and uh, turn them into big-time stars and NBA players, you know. That's what I'm here for, man. That mm-hmm. is what I'm here for, brother. I hear you. I hear you, Jonah, for sure. Uh, but going into the uh, the new segment that's going to really take up the bulk of this podcast episode today, uh, that's conference realignment news. So yesterday, the University of Colorado announced 
that they will be leaving the Pac-12 and be returning to the Big 12 in 2024, citing the Pac-12's uncertainty and the Big 12 stability. Colorado will receive full Big 12 share, getting $31.7 million a year from both ESPN and Fox, as reported by Brett McMurphy. Uh, they made that official today. They had a Board of Regents meeting this afternoon uh, where they unanimously voted 9-0 to zero to leave the conference and come back to the Big 12. So Colorado is officially going to be back in the Big 12. Should have never left, but they will be back and um, really Zuni, I want to get your thoughts, man. What are your overall thoughts on Colorado's move back to the Big 12, man? Um, this is cool. Um, I just, uh, I hope, I I hope going forward, uh, I hope Dion, of course, stays the head coach of Colorado just to, you know, add more value to the conference. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and I hope whatever other teams that we do decide to add, because I know that it didn't sound like we're done adding teams to the Big 12 either, right? It sounds yep. like we're trying to say come on down babe you know what i mean like everybody is welcome here i just hope uh we just don't get um what what's the word i'm looking too saturated no not saturated inflated i guess too inflated with uh not amazing programs you know what i mean G5 I'm schools, all for except, you know getting yeah offering too yeah, many I'm, of those uh just to pass exactly so i'm all five. for i'm all for accepting uh you know schools it's cool that they're they're making the move now for Colorado, especially since, you know, there's, a, there's already been the history and the rapport there, but I guess just going forward, um, that's really what I'm more curious to see. This one was kind of like a layup, kind of a add into the conference. You know what I mean? It kind of makes too much sense for them not to be a part of the big 12 this year with everything that's going on with Colorado and the whole pac 12 situation as well. But um, yeah, no. So this is kind of a layup to me. It's not really, it's big news because obviously they're coming back, but it's not like like uh, too crazy of news to me. I don't know. It's kind of expected. I kind of felt like this was gonna happen eventually. You yeah, know, you, I mean? you were already like, you know, you're, you're already like six months into this. Like, oh yeah, Colorado's coming here. Like as soon as those rumors broke, you were like, oh, they're 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 in the conference. Like, why is everybody you know cheering now? Like, you know. Yeah, I was like, it's a, it's a you're already deal in that mindset. Me. This is. A, yeah, this this had not nothing new to me. I truly felt like Colorado was going to end up back with us eventually. So that was how I feel. Now it really is just who who we add going forward. Because um, now we're how many teams do we have now? in The Big Twelve? Are we officially well, we have, at uh, twelve? We now? have thirteen. Or are we thirteen? So now? Uh, as, of right, point, as of right now, technically fifteen. Uh, Texas and OU will leave next year. We'll play fourteen this year. Uh, and next we, year we'll have thirteen. Really as of right that? now. Uh, depending on who else we perhaps bring along with us. So, and that's the other thing too. If we do decide to add more teams, I think at some point we're going to have to, we might have to split it up, man. We might have to have a division. Might be something worth uh, looking at. Yeah, um, yeah. And I I think you, I think you absolutely have to have that, uh, especially if you do intend on expanding to, you know, because uh, uh, Brett Yormark really wants to get it in all time zones, wants to get a program in all time zones. Uh, I know UConn was definitely one that was in the mix. Uh, same as West Coast, uh, West Coast schools. Uh, Gonzaga was in the mix for a little bit too, uh, for basketball only. Um, but you know, I I think like you know, as far as you know, when we get a lot of those other teams to uh, join join in with us, you know, 
what's really going to be the next step forward. I think the reason why I'm excited for this move for Colorado is because it's finally official. You know, like, yes, we can sit here and be like, yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was in the works, you know, three, four months ago. Sure. You know, and uh, especially when rumors really started broken, discussions really started happening. Um, but I'm, I'm just glad that it's, it's finally official. And this move right now to me kind of screams like, hey, this is just the first domino to fall. You know, Colorado is just the first one mm-hmm. to leave the Pac-12. Now the Pac-9, as it is, as it stands today. First one, fall, who else is going to decide to jump ship and come on over the Big 12? You know, that's that's really why I think this movie gets really excited because this gets the ball rolling for a lot of other uh, other schools, maybe in the same in the same situation as Colorado was in. And with the same uncertainties that Colorado has wanting to be a part of something a little mm-hmm. bit more definitive right now and i think that that's really what makes for a makes for exciting times here in the big 12 but uh you know Colorado, oh, wow. I looked this up today uh oh, no go ahead oh no go no you go ahead man i was just gonna okay. say something that's ironic but go ahead go ahead and finish yeah, out uh, i know that uh colorado what was, was that in what was what was, was in the big 12 for uh 70 years back when the big eight of course um my so, god <laughs> they left. Uh, they were in the they were in the Big Twelve officially from ninety six to two thousand eleven. I've been gone for several years, uh, a little over a decade, and uh, finally making their comeback, come back home, baby. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I think this brings in a lot of uh, you know really uh, really keen eyes. I know they yes they were one and eleven last year. Their basketball team is nothing really major, um, and they, they don't even have a baseball team. So it's kind of you know the same boat as uh, Iowa State with the the no baseball no baseball teams, which I think is kind of silly. Like you're yeah. you're a power five school, you make tons of money, you can't invest in a baseball program. Like like come on, let's let's, let's get together, guys. Hey man, hey booster clubs, bro, they're important. They are, they're and uh, especially cash flow, that's important. Especially uh, when you bring in the Denver market. Denver market's a huge huge market. Uh, very similar to um, I mean, outside of like I would say the the Salt Lake City area, Salt Lake City is a pretty big market and you get like majority in BYU because uh, you know, I was on a couple of Twitter spaces today with a lot of BYU fans living out there in Utah and they say like outside of Salt Lake City, it really is majority BYU fans in the state of Utah, like wherever you go, even like half of Salt Lake City is full of BYU grads and everything and um, you know, BYU really is a national brand in, in and of themselves too because uh, I think that was a huge gift for the Big Twelve uh, from the jump. So I'm I'm super excited about that about them joining. Yeah, and uh, I, I think this kind of begs the question: um, Who just would gotta you get Notre Dame, man? See, uh, yeah, Notre yeah, Dame. was kind of like a little Notre Dame in that sense. Um, you know, kind of like just a private religious institution want to do their own thing. Um, I'd and, say. Uh, I'd say it makes it makes the most sense. We already have private institutions. We already have yeah. institutions that kind of already rep the Bible openly. You know, TCU is one of them. Baylor is one of them. Um, obviously, Tech is very prideful in the the whole Bible, the whole thing, right? So, screw it, man. Why not bring in Notre Dame, the Catholics, man? Let's just make it all Christianity, boy. Come on, now we get it. We get all of it. <laughs> no, I don't think Notre yeah. Dame would ever. Notre Dame's not joining any conference anytime soon. Um, if no, but, they should. Uh, no, no. To be honest, the NCAA should just disbar. Technically, them. they are. In a, they're not allowed. I think to outside of football, they're in a conference in every other sport. I know in basketball, then the a- ACC, 
leaving baseball, they're also in the ACC. Hockey, I know the Big Ten. Um, I think they're yeah, they're pretty much well in other conferences for all the other sports. Except it's football. just football that they remain independent, and even though they play up to five ACC schools a year, which is almost a full ACC slate uh, mm. of, of of conference games, and so you know, I I, I just don't quite understand why they just jump ship and join the ACC, but you know, it is what it is. They do what they do. But uh, getting back to the Big Twelve, though. And this kind of stems my next question is what other schools would you like to see join the Big 12? Um, okay. That's a good one, man. It I I try to make sense for geography too, geography sake. So I wouldn't mind seeing us snatch another Pac 12 competitor competitor in a UCLA. You know what I mean? I think I see, snatch UCLA uh, I think that, from the Big Ten. From the Big Ten, yeah, I think that'd be a nice one to snatch. They're in the Big Ten. I thought they were in the Pac-12. Oh, they left the Pac-12 yes. for the Big Ten too. <laughs> Damn, thing. Is that just clicking for scenario. you, man? It, it, I'm sorry, I totally got. I blanked out on that one. Man, the only California school there is probably USC or Stanford. So, USC's if they're about them. trying to get USC's going in the Big Ten, Stanford to be the last. Oh, where was Stanford Cal. end up then? I, I, Stanford and Cal. I guess Stanford or Cal. I mean, they, these aren't really schools that I would want. I mean, they'd be fun to add them to the Big 12 uh, just because they're Cali schools and get that, that bigger brand notoriety. 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 Can't talk. Notoriety. That, um, notoriety. Notoriety. That, uh, that they're trying to make the Big 12, but uh, it needs quality teams, right? So I'm trying to think of, like, what are quality competitors that have been kind of um, – I guess household programs. I guess Cal, we could consider them that. It's the Bears, they're okay. They're never terrible. They had a first <laughs> overall pick in Jerry Goff, you know. You know what I mean? It's they got some talent that goes through there. Yeah, but you're right, like you said, never great either. Like a, a dream scenario would have been UCLA. Like I really wish we would have considered them just because uh yeah, no, that would have been the perfect one for the for the LA uh, for that Cali LA market. And I, I felt like their basketball program would have mended what ours, but regardless, we can't do that. So maybe Nevada, I don't know. Nevada is not too bad of a you want football Nevada. Program. So you're Everyone not going to reach the Arizona thing, schools. You're not going to reach for Utah. You're not going to reach for Oregon yeah. or Washington. We could, we could reach for the Arizona school. That would make sense. We're adding them to baseball. I guess we could do that. But like the other ones that are like up North, dude, come on now. Like you still got to take plane rides. There's still guys that got to go to school, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, that, that's, hear a, you, that's a long I, I definitely ride. hear you. That's I'd say my, uh, my, my, my three biggest ones, like, if we were to add, I think would be Arizona, Arizona State. Uh, get both those in the Big 12, preserve that rivalry. And then add in Utah and preserve the rivalry with uh, Utah and BYU, the Holy War. Uh, that's definitely a rivalry I think needs to be played every year. Um, the they, there's no reason those two teams should not be playing each other. Uh, it's it's a historic rivalry, and uh, you know, you, you I, th- I think moving forward, the Big Twelve, you kind of need that. You you need a little bit more rivalries in your conference. And granted, yes, we you should got the bring in Texas Tech and the, the TCU Tech and Baylor Tech and Oklahoma State. Uh, you know the uh the, you know Farmageddon with Kansas State and uh um and Iowa State. You know the Sunflower Showdown, so the Kansas Kansas State. Um, you you got a lot of those, of course. Us in the in West Virginia battle for John Denver, uh, which actually, you know what, with Colorado entering the mix, there's a third party there, Denver, Colorado. 
Hmm. Interesting. I just thought of that right now. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think, I think my favorite, um, even, though I, even though I fucking hate Utah's fans, uh, generally they, they, they are the worst. They're, they're like UT fans. They, like they, they are absolutely horrible, horrible people. Uh, at least on Twitter. They might be cool <laughs> in real life, but on Twitter, yeah, they they are pretty, pretty dog shit. And I don't apologize for that either. You mean um, so? Yeah, mean I'd ex, say like my three Jonah? like realistic options. I would say the Arizona schools, Utah, grabbing those three. I would love to you know reach the stars. Maybe grab Oregon and Washington. Uh, but I think they're just kind of That'd biding cool. their time until maybe they get invited to the Pac Ten, uh, the Pac Ten, the Big Ten as well. The big, the big uh, 10. Going going with USC and UCLA. Um, and then that kind of just leaves the rest of them. You know, uh, Washington State, Oregon State. Uh, you know, Cal and Stanford just kind of up in the air, you know, like what, what, what kind of becomes a no man's land kind of. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think I, you have to I kind honestly, of... I think, um, you gotta add Hawaii, bro. You're gonna have to add Hawaii to some <laughs> Hawaii. conference at some point. You're gonna have to the add whole them to the at some point. Exactly. <laughs> the whole ocean. I'm just the saying like ocean. at some point, right. At the Pac-12, they either have to add or they're just gonna have to, I don't even know. Just combine into if the Pac-12 was smart, they would just give all their teams to the it, yeah, exactly. Just disperse and give all their teams to the Big Ten and just call it a day. It's like they they literally could not form a media deal, and that's really what this kind of comes down to. And you know, I think Brett Yormark is absolutely. You know, this is where his flowers really really do come in, in, into play here, uh, because he was he had the wherewithal and knew that. He needed to get a media deal done like as soon as he arrived in that position. As soon as he arrived as the Big 12 commissioner, he knew that that was an important thing to do. And he got it done. He got a media deal done. And he said it in media days that uh, at, the, at this past Big 12 media days that if uh, he had waited, he doesn't. he's not sure that deal gets done today. If he had not gotten it done then, he's not sure that d- deal still stands today. And he was able to uh, get mm-hmm. that deal, you know, provide a lot of stability for the conference moving forward. A lot of other, you know, the, you know, the the Power Five conferences were, you know, shitting on the Big Twelve, you know, just calling it the truck stop conference, quote unquote. But uh, I think with that, you you provide so much stability for this conference, and then you add in another school like Colorado because, and I think like why you're seeing all the hype here. Is because now you know the, the when, when Texas know you left the Big Twelve fan base kind of became united. You know they they really did become united because they're like, well, what kind of happens with us now? You know, like what 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 do we do now? And the, and the fan base has really kind of got together. I feel like um, everyone, even the alumni, um, you know, ads, everybody, they, they really got together and like formed like you know this uh, this camaraderie with one another, and um, we're able to you know formulate something you know try to figure something out and kind of kind of stay together and uh, yeah. it ended up working out for them and uh it just didn't work out for them in the pack 12 so they just did not have that same uh that same luck but you know hey i just think know, there's not enough sound... schools man i'm sorry that's what i think what happened to the pack oh, uh, yeah. that, that's how i think the pack 12 went out there's just not enough schools on the west coast um in that time zone that teams are willing to play like it, it that's hard convincing an east coast team to come play a uh, your football team and then fly back the same day. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's going to be a long flight going back to the East coast. You're losing a lot of time. So, but, uh, I think that's where, yeah. That, so I think that's where the pick 
Pac-12 kind of, you know, they already were losing leverage to begin with, and I, that that was definitely just more salt on the wound. But um, I, I it is kind of ironic though because I do remember when OU and Texas announced that they were going to leave, and everybody, including you, were saying that this was a program killer, and I didn't take it like that at all. I was like, well, this just leaves room for two up and coming teams, two hungry programs, so to speak. I don't know. Colorado is a hungry program. It's a historic program. That's why it makes sense. But yeah, like you said, they they haven't really been good in sports recently. So I'm hoping Dion stays there for a couple while, a couple years, and you know, helps them helps them out because. The bigger the Big 12 it gets in brand-wise with each one of our schools, the better the conference is going to look as a whole, right? So uh, so it's kind of a weird feeling to be in now because kind of you were saying, like, I'm not saying that it's kind of survived now kind of mode, but the Big 10 and the SEC look like they're going to snatch up every rivalry that they can in college football and throw it in their conference. I don't know. That's kind of the writing on the wall to me. So uh, we're like in survival mode all the other conferences in my opinion. So can the big 12 be the, you know, the, 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 the one of the top three conferences, or are we going to be like, I don't know how we look at the, what the American, <laughs> the American conference, how people look at that one. You know what I mean though? Like at one point in time, there was the power five conferences and that was just the college football world. But slowly looks like it's going down to two power conferences and just everyone else. What do you think, Jonah? How do you feel about that? Because that, that that kind of feels like how the college football landscape is headed, man. Just Not from today, my man. Not today. A lot of people Not say, today. oh, the Big 12's dying. The Big 12's dead. You know, I'm going back a couple of years now. Big 12's dead. We're done. There's, there's no viability. There's no sustainability in the Big 12. Nobody wants to watch that. I feel like today... It's a brand new message. I feel like the Big 12 is more alive than ever. I feel like we are going to be one of the power three. Yeah, you know, not in yes, that and I mean power three. Because um it's kind of raising okay. my next question. Is the Pac 12 dead? What do you think becomes of the Pac 12 moving forward? Nothing, man. I think they just yeah, I, I I it's it's hard to think that without adding um you know other schools from who, perhaps the Mountain West. If, if you're the Pac-12, who are you looking at to add into your conference? And what makes I know sense they were initially looking at San Diego geography State. Geography-wise, right? So they're initially looking at San Diego State, and I think believe they were originally looking at a SMU a little bit prior, and mm-hmm. I think also I uh, Fresno State was in that mix. Uh, maybe UNLV or Boise State would have been in that mix. Um, but I mean, you know, and, and now, I would love and now you kind of have to add three, but I, I don't know like how. Because right now, Washington and Oregon are your two biggest programs in the Pac-12 right now. They, they're they kind of in that driver's mm-hmm. seat. It's kind of like I'd, they, I'd they, argue they kind of do what they want to do. Well. What's that? I'd argue Stanford as well, to be honest. Stanford, but, I mean, yes, but just right not now. not recently. They have they, they are a historic. You know, they have produced – you had really great seasons and have produced a lot of uh, great, you know, NFL players, uh, baseball players especially – um, I don't know about basketball, but I know that definitely for uh, football and baseball. But you know, I I don't know if they have that that really that pull that you're looking for nowadays because it, it's hard for them to sell out football games. Uh, basketball programs yeah. been kind of non-existent. Baseball is really good, you know, and we saw them compete in Omaha this past season. Uh, we played them actually out there in uh, in Palo Alto, um, but I I just don't know if they have. 
that kind of pull. Really what they do well for every conference is no matter what conference they do end up in, whether it be the Pac-12, whether it be the Big 12 uh, or the uh, uh, or the or the Big 10 even, they're going to boost their academic rating. Yeah, that's that's really important because Stanford is such an academic school. And yeah, you know, but if you're talking like from a viable standpoint, you know, right now, um, Washington, Oregon really kind of lead that pack. And uh, I think it's kind of whatever decision they want to make was, you know, wait until they get the invitation of the Big Ten and go, which I think is the route they're going to do. Or just say, hey, screw it. Let's join the Big 12. Let's make that conference great. That'd be amazing. Uh, that's yeah. honestly, I let me ask you then. Ooh, that's a, uh, I don't know. No, because Ohio State and Michigan are just, they're just two iconic, I think, of programs that have been solidified into like American culture, if that makes sense. So I was gonna ask if if um if we if Oregon and Washington ended up joining the Big Twelve, who has the better conference then? Pure, I think it's still the SEC and the Big Ten still have that. But what you do there is you nah, kind of nah, level the playing field a little bit. You level the playing field some when you bring on schools like Oregon or Washington to the Big Twelve. We know what kind of pedigree that both those schools bring. Um, you know, you can't deny TCU and Baylor have had recent runs of success in football. Oklahoma State's had a you know very uh, uh, stable, uh, stable success, stable run of success, very consistent throughout the years. Kansas State always a pain in the ass for everybody to play. Iowa State's won a Fiesta Bowl, you know. Like you, you can't deny everything else that's been going on in the Big Twelve, minus the uh, minus you know, Texas and OU, what they've been doing. And then you look on the basketball side. I mean, hell, it's not even close. I mean, look at you know the Baylor's won a national championship, Kansas won a national championship, recent too, real recent. And uh, you you add in a schools like in Oregon, who was uh, I think a one seed not too long ago, about four years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they were they were really really good, you know. Washington, you know, been on you know not really much of a uh, much of a baseball or a basketball school to be honest with you. Baseball, both of them bring some good pedigree. Um, you know, Oregon was a uh, they they hosted their super regional last year in uh, in Eugene, and so you know you 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 kind of level the playing field some in that regard as far as being in in, in the Big Twelve. You are able to do so. Oregon, Washington know that though. They know that they will be able to do that when they come to the Big Twelve. You can kind of level that playing field. And and to be fair though, college football in its entire history has never been a level playing field. It's never been on an even surface. It's always been the big big schools and then the small schools and then you know even below that the tertiary. It's always been leveled out like that. That's why you have Power Five, a Group of Five. FCS and then Division Two, II, Division Three, JUCO, NAIA, as well. That's why you see all those levels of college. So you always got the big schools, you always got the little schools as well too. And uh, yeah, it's just you know uh, never been a level playing field. But with that though, you start looking at Big Twelve in a different light, and I like that. <laughs> I think that's awesome. So and that's kind of <laughs> so in, in a long form in a long format. That's basically me answering your question but uh so no but it makes us look better <laughs> so we're saying it's a chance can't, can't argue with that logic man if you're looking at just the big 12 and the big 20 the big 10 who do you uh who do you think uh takes that 
It takes a Big Ten's very top heavy. It's a stronger conference. Who's a stronger conference? I guess you could say they are very top heavy. Very top heavy. Well, it's so Michigan, three, Ohio, Ohio State, State Michigan, Penn State. Penn State. It depends on what year it is for then Iowa. A great, a great Iowa defense, and that's it. Iowa's very <laughs> off and on. Um, Michigan State will have a good year every now and then. Michigan State, yeah. Nebraska on on the come up, you know, but they've been on the come up for the last ten years. Um, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's at some point the yeah, Big Twelve in football would also be. Uh, I w- I wouldn't say top heavy. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I feel like you have a really good chance when like everybody in the Big Twelve moving forward to uh really kind of be you kind of kind of beat each other. You know, I wouldn't say there's you know levels of play in our new conference. I I, I really think they're all kind of like they all kind of you know cut from the same cloth. Like they're all kind of everyone could compete. Uh, yeah, for the championship more or less. And so yeah, I mean like. Of course, the Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn, uh, Michigan, uh, Penn State. You know, yes, those those ones are will be better, sure. But like, if you were to add, let's say, Oregon and Washington in there, okay, well, we got those two. We know, uh, you know, Kansas State's got some really good pedigree. Texas Tech seems to be on the come up. You know, we'll see how it is. Oklahoma State there as well too, and we can't forget about the team that just played a national championship in TCU. So, you know, there's there's that as well, and so. You know, it was just a lot to factor in there, but yes, the Big Ten would be the the better conference. You yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Crazy that you admit that just on your podcast, <laughs> just willingly. Just that's not willingly said you too. wouldn't give them a run for their money either. And I didn't even mention USC and UCLA joining our conference too. So you got you got those um those juggernauts as well too there, um, but. You know, I I just I, I find this whole situation. Yeah, you see it. Yes, yeah, this whole you know everything going on right now, kind of funny in regards uh, to just a couple of years ago. Whenever Texas know you announced they were leaving, which I really didn't care about. I I honestly to to this day I still don't care about it. Um, when they decided to leave for the SEC, hey, see you later. Um. Everybody else was kind of struggling, like, "Hey, are, are, what two teams are we gonna add? Are we gonna add four teams? Are we had two teams. Like, what's kind of going on here? What what are we gonna do?" And about in the four teams, you know, BYU, Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston, we were th- uh, four really good teams to to add. Three of them were group of five. One was an independent. And you know, you're like, okay, we we found stability there. We found some stability. Um, but I just remember when the Pac-12 decided to stick their nose up to. Texas Tech and TCU and OSU whenever we were all in the process of finding out or trying to figure out like, hey, can we get something done with the Pac-12? Can we get something done with um, the Big Ten? Will the SEC maybe want us? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think the Pac-12 is kind of our safest bet. And Pac-12 was like, no, we just don't see any value in Texas Tech or TCU or Oklahoma State. Like, no, no, we we don't want you. You, you don't bring anything to our brand. Well, now your brand's almost dead. And basically is it's 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 digging its own grave right now, and yeah, I mean it's just funny the way things come around full circle, wouldn't you say, bud? Just a little bit, yeah. I, I wasn't scared when OU and Texas left. I was like, eh, we we have enough schools um, where uh, I, I didn't think it'd be that much of a problem. Also, we have a lot of Texas schools that usually are on the come up with their programs. So I mean. 
yeah, I wasn't really tripping. It is funny though, like you said, it's a dying conference. It's been a dying conference for the past ten years, if we're being honest. Hasn't really had much to show for it. Yeah, besides Oregon, like who's really been balling out for them in the in the Pac twelve? (laughs) Really, Utah. Uh, I guess, man. Washington Washington did make the playoff one year. Oregon and Washington, the only two to make the playoff from the Big Twelve conference. Oregon's the only Pac twelve conference. Sorry, Oregon's the only team though that has made a national. A national championship uh, uh, title, I, a national championship in the past ten years, I believe. Yeah, I think since, uh, since 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 USC in 05. Yeah, yeah. So in the past ten years, it's only been Oregon. So, and in the Big Twelve, we've had numerous. You could say in the championship now, we just had TCU. Oklahoma was there for it. Yeah, We're trying to get to Oklahoma, it, Oklahoma went to the playoff. You know, seven years or they won the Big Twelve six years in a row. Went to the playoff, I think all six of those years too. Um, I know that it, it, it'd been like six or seven times, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, they, they just have not TCU's gotten past that been up there and rank as far as rank goes. TCU's been up there. I mean, yeah. Baylor was pretty nice early on in the early 2010s. So yeah, just just those teams alone. I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's crazy that they really looked at our squads and said, yeah, you don't got much going for y'all. When Oregon's the only team, that's we don't done want that foothold in Texas. Anything. We don't want that Texas money. Oregon's the only one that's done anything in their conference. <laughs> They're definitely the most consistent in their conference. Them, Utah, been. and uh, Washington for a while was very consistent. Uh, we, we can't. I, I want to give Washington their flowers. They were very consistent for a good while because they they, they won the Pac-12 they, several they years. So like like, like Washington, talent, yeah, yeah, no, they. I think they've been. Real consistent, like r- r- like right up there with Oregon, uh, as far as consistency in the in the in the Pac-12, and so you know, and then you can't forget you know the Leach days of Washington State, you know when they were giving everybody a run for their money, and they had that eleven win season. Good old Minshew, <laughs> like good old Minshew mania, man. Hell yeah, remember that? That was awesome. Um, I do, I do remember that. Gardner but Minshew. yeah, I mean, I, I think kind of going back to the conversation that it's it's just funny to me like this all comes around full circle. Texas Tech is not worried about anything at all. We're just kind of vibing, just chilling out here, and everybody else is kind of scrambling. And we're like, eh, you know, eh, you know, we we got our deal done. We're good. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's 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 just fine to me. Um, and one thing I've realized, like the Big Twelve will never have twelve teams. Like you'll never have twelve teams again. Like exactly twelve. We're supposed to have that this next year. Colorado's coming back. Now you have thirteen. You know, probably that's a trivia question, a, Jonah. When's the last one or time two more, the Big Twelve or one or three more? Sorry, when's the last time the Big Twelve had twelve teams, man? That's a trivia question. Tell me. Uh, oh, so that's the trivia know. we're going with. Okay, you got some trivia for me. Typically, we'll wait till after our uh, good vibes of the week segment. But I'm 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 joking. I'm joking. I... Two thousand and ten. I think. Is that really the last time? Two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. It's eleven season. Almost. I don't know. I don't have the answer, lad. I, that was a joke. Oh, I said it was a joke. I believe it was two thousand ten. You kind of jumped the gun there. So yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, whatever. Sure. I thought <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I've thought about. You know, like we're we're never gonna have twelve teams in the Big Twelve. It's kind of funny. But uh, also like, and, and that's just this is all just kind of recent talk about like you know the Pac-12 teams. Uh, 
you know, potentially join the Big 12, your mark going after them. You know, there is a there is a contingency to where if the ACC, man, because the, the ACC will have teams poached. Make no mistake, ACC, you're you're next right now, man. You're on the clock, dude. Um, yeah, I think Clemson there's been discussions with maybe like the uh, with several schools about potentially, you know, leaving the ACC to go join the SEC. Big schools too, like the Clemsons, the Florida States, the you know North Carolinas. I would take Louisville. Um, I mean, I, I, I would take I would Louisville, take Louisville. I would take Pitt. I would take, um, you know, uh, uh, Virginia, the Virginias. Hell, I take I I take all of them to the Big Twelve. Hell yeah, absolutely. Especially Virginia Tech. Find out who the best Tech is. I think West. <laughs> yeah, that, and we already have West Virginia too. So that'll yeah, just so spark it's right that there. Rivalry. They have yeah. a rivalry with West Virginia. Um, you know, of course, Pitt joining. They they have that rivalry, the backyard brawl, with uh, with West Virginia as well. And uh, yeah, I think you know you preserve a lot of rivalries. You make a lot of new ones, and overall, your conference just succeeds, man. Because like. Uh, traditional rivalries are what's great about college football, like the, the historic rivalries between the between two schools. You know, that's that's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, should we go ahead and move on to our new segment, man, or our next segment? Next segment, let's do it. New segment. What you got going? Yeah, ne- yeah, no, 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 no new segment. No new segment. This is not a new segment, but it is the best segment. This segment is called our. Good vibes, vibe of the week. That is correct, my friend. Zuni, take us away. So, my good vibe, vibe of the week. Um, me specifically, right? You know, my beard's been growing. It's, it's typically a man problem. Facial hair. I mean, some women get it, but not to our extent of length. Right, so to, you know, maintain my facial hair, I need some nice, you know, good old scruff, you know, some some, some hair product. So that's my good vibe, vibe of the week. When you find a nice hair product that just makes your, your, your hair nice and soft, I got this nice one for my beard. It makes it nice and soft and it smells lovely. My girlfriend loves smelling it. It smells like vanilla bourbon. Don't ask me what it smells like. It just smells like like amazingness that really it just smells really good it does so that's what i'm gonna go with man i'm gonna go with a nice you know a nice good old hair product for yourself whenever 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 you uh you you get that new shampoo yeah let me ask you you ever get those like little tingles on your head whenever you're using like a, a different kind of shampoo a different formula there's moments where i'm like scrubbing it in where it feels like nice and cool it gives me like a minty cool sensation I, if that I, makes I sense about, yeah yeah you know what i mean so yeah, that that'd be my good vibe vibe of the week, man. Whenever you find a nice, uh, nice little bottle of hair product for your hair, because you know you want to look good, you want to keep yourself looking healthy and sharp. So yeah, that's that'd be mine this week. Pretty solid, man. Pretty solid. Put on kind of a almost like a Nesto card <laughs> right there. You know, I did him with I all did. the his uh his good uh you know uh, take care of products, you know care products. Take say. care products. Care take products, care products. Care products. products. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> But uh, my good vibes vibe of the week is a pretty simple one. That is sunsets, man. Love to sit around, especially sunsets. on like a lake or uh, just kind of e- even like in my backyard or uh, kind of out in the woods or like a hilly area. 
and just uh, watch the sunset mm-hmm. go down with a cocktail in your hand or beer in your hand, you know, drink a choice in your that hand, whatever it may be, and just uh, vibe. just vibing, listening to some music, uh, being around family and friends. I mean, that's that's awesome, man. That, that's 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 that is a vibe right there. Just watching sunsets, it's like you know, the, the sky goes down, just oh, the sun goes down, and the sky is just orange and you know yellow just a mix of all these different colors you got like you know, strands of purple clouds almost uh just going across the sky it looks like a bob ross painting second time we brought a bob ross today man <laughs> hell yeah let's go for that two for two challenging that, that happy spirit yes sir <laughs> absolutely man and uh yeah that's that's just what I like you know just just sunsets man they're absolutely gorgeous and um it has definitely been sunny sunny here in the state of texas man just uh, just you know overtly yeah, hot man. but that's my good vibes overtly. vibe of the week right there man solid one man heck yeah um i would normally at this point uh lead into the trivia but since you kind of already asked that um to which hey I man know, i got i do have one I do have one trivia for you. Okay, what's up? It was a different one. This wasn't really more of a trivia. It's just more of like a, a see if you can list the top five for me, right? So I got right here, Jonah. I have pulled up um, a lot of college programs, um, and uh, and I have a list of um, who's been, you know, number one uh, for for how many weeks they've been number one. So basically, I want you to tell me if you can name just the top three programs since. They've opened, um, and how long they've been number one. So you want so me to basically, guess how long the not, top three not, programs not, have been number one no, no, for? Not, yeah, that's what, a lot, dude. Say? Which which programs do you think have held, have had the most amount of weeks at the the AP number one? The AP number right. one. Okay, if I had to guess. Top three. If you had to guess the top three school, top three schools. How many would you? I have the whole ten here, but um, yeah, no, if you, I'm, I'm not gonna make it that. So just I'm top gonna three, go. Though. I I believe Most Alabama has said. to be in there. Okay. Alabama's in there. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go Michigan. No, I'm just letting you answer, buddy. I'm just letting you answer, no, buddy. Dude, you gotta tell yeah. me like what the top three are if I guess them, dude. <laughs> you got you you guessed Alabama. Alabama is in the top three. Okay, cool, cool. So Alabama is in the top three. So I got two more I got to get. I'm going to Michigan. Is Michigan in there? They're not in there. Michigan's not in there, really. Michigan is not in there, no. In the history of their program, they're not in the top three. That's shocking. Mm -hmm. Um, Hmm. Is it Oklahoma? Oh, you got one actually. Yeah. Okay. Oklahoma is in the top three. Yeah. Okay. You got two out of the top three right now. You you got two guesses, Jonah. Two more guesses. I want to say USC. USC. Are they not? And no, that's oh, not damn. that's not right. You got another guess, buddy. You got another guess. Nebraska. Last guess. What you Nebraska? Sky. No. no? Nebraska's on the top three. They are oh. not in the top three. So Jonah's uh football trivia knowledge is not up to date, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> test, I got two of the top test. three. Test, test. 
You did. Let me tell you, actually. So number one was Alabama. Okay. And since they've opened um, back in good old 1961 was their first appearance, um, getting number one on the AP. And since then, all the way to get the good old 2022 season, um, they have been number one um, 140 times in their existence. The 140 weeks. Uh, awesome. 100 and, uh, 140 weeks is how many times Alabama has been rated number one. The nice. next school – Right behind Alabama was actually the Ohio State. Ohio University. State, uh, interesting. Okay. Ohio State, yeah. Ohio State, first appearance, nineteen forty-two, and they've had a uh, number one ranking for one hundred and five weeks before in their history's program. Yeah, so Alabama's and, got that oh, fucking lead. Yeah, yeah, they they got, got a nice lead. little <laughs> a little a little thirty piece lead, thirty weeks. Yeah, they, five, they dude. Yeah, 35, man. That's a lot. Oklahoma is uh, right behind Ohio State, and their first appearance was 1950. And, you know, they um, 101, 101 weeks. How many times they've been rated as the number one program in the country? Nice. Nice. So, yeah. Thought that was funny. A little, a little uh, extra little trivia. Michigan is not even in the top 10. So that's actually really crazy. Wow! Yeah, not even Michigan is not even in the top ten, man. So oh, they they, that's they have a, eleven national championships. Shock, they have almost a thousand wins as a program. They have the most wins as a program total. Um, which I believe they they could like if if Michigan wins eleven games this year, they will crack a thousand wins overall, which is crazy. Um, hey man, they just you know they just weren't just rated good. as the number one team in the country. I guess that year. Wow. I guess there was okay, another so who, team that who, was better than them for most who, of those who's seasons. Who's four and five though? Four and five is so number four is actually Notre Dame, who I'd love in the Big Twelve. Yeah, I forgot um, about Notre Dame. Sure. They're at Notre Dame is at ninety-eight weeks. That's how many times they've been rated as number one. And number five after Notre Dame is actually USC. Okay, at ninety-one I far weeks. Far off of USC. Ninety-one weeks. Nah, you weren't. When you guessed USC, I was like, that's a hell of a guess, man. You guessed the top five. But we're asking for three, buddy. Three, sir. So, yeah. So, um, uh, two uh, two Big 12 appearances by uh, Texas and Oklahoma. Oklahoma at number three. Texas at number nine. And, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Just to rat them out to you, I won't say the weeks, but Florida State was six. Nebraska was seven. Uh, the U, Miami. Was number eight, oh, Miami, and then, yeah, yeah. And then the Gators rounded out the rest of the group with the Longhorns being at nine and the Gators being at number ten. So okay. I just thought it was interesting when I saw it. I was just like, huh. So you got all three Florida to... schools in the top ten, all three major Florida yeah. schools. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you do. Interesting. Is uh, is Texas <laughs> really the king of football? Is that what they say? I we mean, produce the most players from. Players? <laughs> <laughs> where they get their players from? Produce the most Texas? college players. <laughs> yeah, but where they get man. NFL players from? It's a good amount. It's from Florida. Uh, hats off to them boys down in South Florida, man. They can ball. <laughs> they can ball. Well, all right. Any but, uh, other yeah, uh, man. any other final thoughts? Any shout outs you want to give before we wrap this one up, man? Uh, shout out to my cat. You know what I mean. Shout out to them for sure. Uh, shout out to water. It's been hot in Texas. Hot as hell. It's been hotter than fish grease 
That's what I've heard <laughs> as a saying. And I was like, yeah. Hot and fish grates. Yeah, it's pretty hot, man. I guess a little yes, colante. I, know, colante. I wonder if yeah, that'll catch on. Yeah. Hotter than fish grease? Yeah. I wonder if that'll catch on. Could make yeah, that catch on. I don't, yeah, I doubt it. This podcast sure. is hotter yeah, than I fish grease, at, man. I bought it at I bought it at Ross. That's where I got it. From. Ross. I bought, okay, I got it there we Ross. go. Pull out the Ross statement. Inside right. joke, guys. Inside joke. <laughs> Anyways, that was my shout out. Yeah, that was it. I got it at Ross. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah, what about you, buddy? Any final thoughts? Um, I have nothing to say. I have no shout outs. I don't want to shout out anybody in the world. No one at all. Um, That's right. <laughs> uh, I want to shout out Brett, you are Mark. That's a big one. Making this happen. Um, I want to shout out oh, yeah. um, uh, obviously my parents right now. You know, love those guys. They're pretty cool. Heck yeah. Uh, <laughs> they are. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. That's about it. You know, friends and family and Brett Yarmark. That's what that's what it is. So it's a big three, man. <laughs> and we got one more month till football, baby. Absolutely, dude. One more month till football. Well, almost a month. We 37 days. So a month and a week. So just be patient, y'all. Yeah. Patient. I get the Hall of Fame game. I get the Hall of Fame game, though. Yeah, that's not football. <laughs> that is that's not kind football. of football. It's almost football. It's a, it's a, it's a, what is it? The Pro Bowl? It's a Pro Bowl game. It's a Pro Bowl event. It's a Hall of Fame game. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Uh, that, that's <laughs> well, anyways, pretty, we, uh, <laughs> we want to thank y'all so much for tuning in. We do appreciate you listening. Remember to keep the vibes high. Keep the guns up. For Nathan Zuniga, I'm Johnny Young saying so long. We'll see you next time here on the Lone Raider Podcast. Football.